It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning. It is time to get up with one of the biggest trade deadline deals ever. But it came from the wrong sport while you were asleep. Details with Woke right off the top. And then, oh, this has gotten ugly. Devante, dejected, and understandably so. Will he be leaving Las Vegas by 4 o'clock today? And then how about these star running backs who could change absolutely everything in the NFL with one phone call? Oh, what a day. And we're ready to roll. Here we go. Happy Halloween. On this Tuesday, we are in costume. He's dressed as Dan Graziano. He's dressed as Dominique Foxworth. He's dressed as Jeff Saturday. Solid. I've been asking you all week. Nailed it. Can we get some big trades on deadline day? You know who came through for me? Woj. Woj came through for me. Here we go while you were sleeping. Massive news from the NBA. The Clippers acquiring James Harden from the Sixers. It's a blockbuster deal. It involves seven players. Four draft picks and a pick swap. Here are the details on the mega trade that we will give you. Harden, two others go into the clips. In return, Philly getting four veteran players, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a future pick swap as well. And here he is, the man who broke the news while you were asleep. He probably hasn't slept since about a week ago Wednesday. It's Adrian Wojnarowski. So, Woj, again, most people are just waking up to this right now. So I'm going to give you the floor. What do we need to know about how Harden finally got to L.A.? Uh, Greedy, the uh, Clippers and Sixers started to talk again over the weekend uh, on a Harden trade. And Philadelphia simply, they wanted to do everything they could to avoid trying to reincorporate James Harden into this team. And as he prepared at their practice facility, they were negotiating uh, with the Clippers, who essentially convinced Philadelphia that the best offer they were going to get from the Clippers and what had really become what has all along been a one-team market for Harden, that best deal was going to be now when there were still 79, 80 games left in the regular season not once it started to whittle down to 60 and 50. And the Sixers got, you know, largely what they hoped to get in a deal. And uh, the Clippers certainly getting James Harden to plug into a lineup with a healthy Kawhi Leonard, a healthy Paul George. You know, that's something they've wanted to do uh, since June when Harden asked out of Philadelphia. All right, and so, look, Harden has made it very clear This is what he wanted. He gets what he wants. We'll see what they do on the West Coast. I think a lot of fans waking up on the East Coast, particularly in Philadelphia, are going to wonder what does this mean for the Sixers, and in particular, what does it mean for Joel Embiid's future? What Daryl Morey hopes it means for Joel Embiid is a chance, short and long term, to put the kind of players around uh, him to allow this team to compete for a championship you know, the Sixers get two first-round picks in this deal, uh, a pick swap, two second-round picks, and expiring contracts. So this season now, the Sixers can go out, 
uh, probably closer to the trade deadline, or at least in December, January, when players start to become available, they feel like they have a package comparable to what Boston gave up for Drew Holiday that they can get if that player becomes available, a comparable player in the market that they can be at the front of the line. And then next summer, uh, the Sixers potentially now can have somewhere between 50 and $65 million in salary cap space uh, to go out and either in free agency, get a, a star player, or uh, perhaps be able to have the room to take that money on if teams are looking to get salary off uh, and the Sixers have the assets to bring that player in. So they see certainly some uh, the short-term ability with the emergence of Ty- Tyrese Maxey, who is the uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Uh, he's going to take on a bigger load for this Sixer team. He looks like a future all-star guard, and the hope is Philly can have a team by the trade deadline that can compete for an Eastern Conference championship, and then they can go star hunting this summer uh, around Embiid. Outstanding work, Woj. Well done. Uh, We will check back with you a little bit later in this show, and Tim Legler is going to join us as well with all of the insight. So that's one disgruntled superstar who is moving on. Let's talk about another. We're going to work our way to the Devontae Adams of it all. Coming off of Monday Night Football last night, Lions and Raiders, Aiden Hutchinson dressed up and ready to go. You know who else is ready to go? Sam Laporta, Dominique, early second quarter. He's one of the best young Titans in football. Great touchdown catch, making life easy for Derek Goff. Lions take a 16-7 lead. They're looking good, but then a funny thing happens on their way to cruising. Jared Goff, the mistake, and Marcus Peters makes it. I love it. All interceptions (laughs) are good interceptions, especially when Marcus Peters gets it, because you know he's going to try his best to get the head back. Man, hurting. He hurting. He tied, but he got there. That's his seventh career pick six. Most of any active player. Raiders down 16-14. Now Lions fumble. Here's Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's Devontae Adams. Ooh, he should have caught it. Yeah, that's a, a rare mistake for Devontae Adams, but they throw him the ball a lot. They don't make a lot of plays, though. Next Lions possession. How about the night, Jeffrey, that Jameer Gibbs had? Gotta love it. Some physicality up front. Guess what? That young kid is balling. Had a breakout game. Here. 26 carries, 152 yards. Woo. Lions up by nine. Now, won some fantasy. Avert your eyes. From the two-yard line, Jimmy Garoppolo. This should be a 98-yard touchdown. Well, I mean, in Jimmy's defense, there's a human being trying to jump through his chest. It's, it's really hard to throw that. Well, way. you get paid, hey, Doug. I guess. First time that's happened. Then Garoppolo gets sacked here hold by Alex Anzalone. Hold it, hold it. Six sacks in the game. Five minutes left. Here's another. Could you be more open than Devontae Adams is? Could that be thrown anywhere? Oh. That's just horrific. Yes. Devontae Adams, the frustration on the sideline. Raiders fall. Devontae, talk to me. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but I mean, that's, that kind of goes without saying. He had one catch last night, and obviously those two terrible misses, and today is the deadline, and and we will see. I mean, before we dive into the likelihood of him getting dealt, because this is a team that, while no one on planet Earth thinks is going anywhere, is not mathematically out of the conversation, 
Who should be on the phone with them right now? Buffalo Bills. Bills. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Call them right now. Kansas City Chiefs, honestly, too, but I know it's in division. But Buffalo Bills, listen, they they have to go make something happen. And they're going to have to go score a lot of points. The defense is riddled with injuries. It's going to be and, and talent, right? Because of the injuries. Not their fault, but that is what it is. You got to go score points. Add something to your arsenal that will go score points. Helps digs, helps the run game, which is basically non-existent. I mean, they have to figure this thing out. If I'm the Bills, I'm making that call right now. Yeah, I agree. I think Buffalo's window is closing, if not already closed, because the age of the people on their defense, the injury concerns that they, they had right now, this is an all-in team, and they need to outscore opponents. I don't think they're going to be able to stop people because Milano's not coming back anytime soon. Well, you can see I've got San Francisco up there. I feel like the 49ers are the ultimate win-now team, and he is a from Northern California. Of course, he went to college up there. I could see him wanting to be it up there, but I don't see, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know that any of this is going to happen, Dan. You've given me no reason to believe Devontae Adams should be expecting to get traded today. Look, it's Halloween. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm going as a wet blanket. Like, like it is, <laughs> oh. it is, you're going to get, look, I have been told that they're not going to trade him. Like, like, period. Now, even if they were uh, $17 million guaranteed next year, I mean, that's going to put some teams off, right? He's not, he's not a 25-year-old player. Like, like I, I think there are things working against it. But one of them, the main thing, is the thing you said, right? They're three and three and five. Yes. Three and five. That's, yeah. that's not out of it, right? They're not willing to give up on a season, and this guy's a very important player for them. The contract says so. The trade that they made says so, and, and their inclination is to keep him. Now, if he was a different sort of guy and he wanted to make it ugly and try and force his way out, kind of the way Odell Beckham did a couple years ago in Cleveland, right James on Harden. deadline day, right? Or James Harden. <laughs> Obviously, a little less time to work on that. <laughs> well, but, um, but, but, but I mean, yeah. that is an interesting point. But he's not. I, I, he's, he's, he's being the good soldier there. He is. But at the end of the day, I, I heard you, I, I, I crept over to ESPN Radio this morning because I wanted to see the costumes that they had. Yes. And you were in there talking to them about exactly this, about a guy. the NBA is so different. James Harden just basically says, I want this to happen, and it is so. Yeah. It takes a little time, but it happens. <laughs> Devontae Adams, can he, if, if he just makes it, Absolutely. Look, walk in there and be like, look, I'm not dealing Listen, with yeah, this. You, you came to play with Derek Carr, who's now in a different city on a different football team. You left Aaron Rodgers. Now you're going to a guy who you're wide open for two touchdowns. You don't, And it's not that the targets aren't there. He's trying to get him the ball. Yeah. He can't get him the ball. That's the problem. So if, if you're Devontae Adams and you're 30 years old and you're sitting on this side, you want to go win a championship. He, hadn't, he, doesn't, he didn't have that hardware. Go find a place. Buffalo gives you a shot. San Fran gives you a shot. Kansas City gives you – like all these teams you go to. And let me tell you something. He makes every one of those teams better. Sure. But Tomorrow. The time, he, yeah. the, the time to do this was the off. Like he could have done this in the offseason. To do it on trade deadline day is a hard way to go if you really want to get get traded. That's at yeah, least something he, Harden did right. He was targeted on 110 incompletions over the past two years. That's more than anyone else in football. They want to get him the ball, but it's not working. So I think that he needs to convince them in the next couple hours right. that it's over for him because yeah. otherwise he's not going anywhere. Yeah, this is actually worse than them not throwing in the ball. <laughs> it's not that they don't. Right. They just can't. Yeah. They had the opportunities last night. That was a, a they just looked awful last night. The final score is not indicative of how close that game wasn't. Final quick I think word. there's a decent chance he's on a different team next year, but I don't oh. think 
moving him by 4 o'clock Eastern. That's like salting the wound. I know. If you're him, that's literally salting the wound. All right. So this was the (laughs) nicer guy. Not only is this Halloween, but it is also the day after the sports equinox. We had basketball. We had hockey. We had baseball. Mm. World Series Rangers Diamondbacks game three in Arizona. That's Max Scherzer. And take a look what happens in the second. Bam. Right off the bat. Jeffrey, right off the square of the pack. That's smarts in a bad way. That's a (laughs) tough smarts. That's a a tough (laughs) Cat right there. He gets out of the inning. He was actually cruising, but it would cost him. Top of three. Rangers leading at 1-0. Corey Seager. Want to talk about a no-doubter? He's got a chance, Green. (laughs) (laughs) Rangers extend the lead to 3-0. Middle of four. You can see Scherzer. He's coming out. He wants to keep pitching. But Jeff, like he wants to do nah. right? I mean, he just can't do it, right? Like no Jeff, way. you're going to see the you Rangers. You took 120-mile-an-hour ball off your spine. Probably should take the rest of the night yeah, off. Yeah, give it a day. That's the GM. <laughs> Chris Young, get him out of there. Scherzer, three innings, two hits, no runs. Top of eight. It gets worse for the Rangers on a night where they would win. Adolis Garcia having maybe the greatest postseason of all time. Neek, that doesn't look good. He's been incredible, but that looks like it's tough for a guy who's going to have to continue to bat. Have your back messed up? That's an issue. Has an oblique, something like that. Left side tightness. Bottom of that inning, Rangers still leading at 3-1. to one. You know what? The Rangers make Ooh. every play every defensively. Play. Every hard hit ball is a double play, it seems like. Right there. There's another one they turn to. Rangers hold on to win at 3-1. They lead the series 2-1. They have not lost a road game in this postseason. They're two wins away from a title. We'll see if they can overcome those two critical injuries. Again, the next two games on the road, they're 9-0 on the road in these playoffs. The nine straight road wins, the longest wow. in a single postseason all time. Coming up, the Giants made a sneaky big move yesterday. Does it mean that Saquon could possibly be dealt today? We have the very latest coming up. Plus, does Mahomes have a receiver problem? Is the Chiefs offense scary? <laughs> or should we be wary that their problems will persist? Oh, we've got Halloween puns. Yes, we do. Get up on ESPN. Uh, wet blanket Dan. Not a shot. <laughs> Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Get Up is brought to you by FX's American Horror Stories four-episode Huluween event, now streaming only on Hulu. And speaking of Halloween, we're looking at some costumes here. How about Giannis as the Incredible Hulk? What do we think? Not bad? Not, not, not a ton of effort. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it looked like he uh, bought it on the way to the place. He just yeah. stopped at the store, Swung grabbed the mask Party and City some gloves. Whatever, yeah. I like how big his face is. And his hands. <laughs> like, look, at, look at the hands. Like, the gloves are, like, just over his fingers. Like, the rest of his hand is out of it. It, it was not. It was not. they make those gloves in yeah, his it was side. Not, it was not, it's not built to fit him. <laughs> in other news, he scored 33 points in a win last night. Right. Okay, it's, it's Halloween. Good. So we're doing a, a, a themed piece called Scary. Or be uh-huh. wary. To be clear, scary means they're good. <laughs> be wary means it's bad. I love it. Okay. So, Jeff, let's start with you. Joe Burrow's resurgence with three touchdowns and a win against the 49ers. Are they scary or should we be wary? Scary. Listen, if, you, if, if you're an AFC, you better be scared. You, you look at Joe Burrow in this offense. Mixon had almost 100. These, these guys played really good football. And, by the way, the defense probably was the best part of their team. With Hill, Henderson, Hubbard, Reader, like these guys can play. Everybody be on notice. All right. So, we're or scary. Or Neek. I don't. Let's talk about the Bills. Josh Allen and the inconsistent Bills offense. Are they scary or are you wary? I would be wary. This music is outstanding, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen is as good as it gets when it comes to playing quarterback in this league, but he also makes some risky decisions, in part because I think he feels like he has to press because they've yet to have a sustained running attack that doesn't include him or find a real legit number two opposite Stephon Diggs. Ooh. And then finally, Graziano, the, yeah. the, the Chiefs fall over the weekend to Denver. Patrick Mahomes on that offense. Are they still scary or should we be wary? I think you have to be wary. Look, I mean, I have faith in Mahomes and Andy Reid and that coaching staff to get this better. But it has to get better. I mean, these young wide receivers are playing very much like young wide receivers. I mean, the drops, the mistakes, it it, it has to get better as the season goes along. They're in good shape in their division. No one else in there is, is a real threat. They have time to get it figured out. But they do have to do something to get it figured out on offense. They just don't look right. You're not the only one who is wary. Our buddy R.C. is as well. He thinks the Chiefs are in real trouble if they don't find another legitimate weapon besides Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes and that offense could not create points. Go to the fourth and two late in the game where Patrick Mahomes has to step up and be Superman and be everything that Patrick Mahomes is, whether it's his Jordan flu game or not. He drops the football right into Sky Moore's hands. Guess what? Sky Moore ain't Scottie Pippen. And so if we don't find somebody in Kansas City that can help outside of Travis Kelsey, this is going to persist and continue to be a problem. All right, so here's what we do on this program. Um, We don't just point out the problem. We actually offer the solution. 
So Hembo and I did a little research yesterday. I'd like, like you to know that none of the three gentlemen on my set now know what I'm about uh -huh. to point out. Oh. But I can tell you exactly what the problem is with Kansas City and what it is that they need. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, where we're going. Yeah. I know what you mean. Right. I can get you ten more points a game, gentlemen, if uh. you would like. Uh, please put the full screen up, if you will. When Taylor yep, Swift yep. I knew it. Knew the it. Kansas uh. City games, yes. the Chiefs are 4-0. They average over 28 <laughs> points a game, and Travis Kelsey is the best tight end that ever lived uh. when she is not in attendance. They are a 500 football team that averages 18 points a game, and Travis Kelsey is essentially Tyler Conklin. So the point that I'm trying to make here is that what the Chiefs need to do, what Andy Reid needs to do, what Clark Hunt needs to do, is they need to reach out to Taylor and ask her to delay the, 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 the restart of the Eras Tour. Yes. I believe she's in Argentina. Yeah, They need to get her back here, and they need to have her attend all the rest of their games, and all will be well. Listen, numbers don't lie. Did he do? The numbers don't lie. Those are lying numbers. No, they're not. <laughs> I've not. I've yet to see Taylor Swift track a ball over her shoulder and catch it in the end zone. I've never seen her run a whip route or an option. You so know what? If she I haven't seen that. Sky Moore do those things either. Oh. Oh. I haven't seen. She but couldn't Kelsey drop it any worse than I guarantee you Taylor Swift catches that ball on fourth and two in the end zone. Look what you made me do. I'm telling you right now. My favorite part is that you know she's an artist. I did. I love it. I love it. I mean, he knows the schedule. Either you're that big a fan or you did that much research. I just want to know what the secret song is. Can you imagine Greeny being a head coach of a team? Amen. Got the solution. Taylor Swift's going to be in attendance. That's it. Just mail it in. We got the win. We got the win. Are you disputing the numbers? I mean, what is it about this that you're not telling me is right? Yeah, you can't make the numbers Okay, I'm offering you one of two things now. Either they can, A, get Taylor Swift at all the rest of their games, or B, trade for Devontae Adams. Which do you think has the greater impact on their season? No, all kidding aside. Right now, I ask this group, who's the best team in the AFC? Right this minute. I'm not talking about all the way up. Who's the best team uh, in the AFC right go, this minute? Yeah, Ooh, right there we race. have it. Graziano, Jacksonville. You're asking me, look at what's under your Graziano, Jacksonville? That's not the crazy my, one. My team's 6-2 and two and 4-0. Have, four and have the Jaguars like, won three straight games? Uh, yes. Five, no, they five, haven't. They've won five. Five in yeah. a row. Well, that's not three. <laughs> uh, the Jets have won three straight games. You just took a little bit of the wind out of my sails. But I'm telling you right now. I, like, I, was, I, like, I was at the game Sunday, so don't get me started. Comfortable with my pick. Yeah, I think the Ravens' defense is better than we give them credit for, and Lamar Jackson at yeah. offense, when they are playing well, there's no one better at football. And, I, I mean, I think the Chiefs certainly deserve our respect. However, I can't call you the best in football uh, a few days after you lost to the Broncos. Nope. You're going to have no. to we have to repeat. Yeah, you're yeah. going to win. I, th I, think, I think Cincy has put everybody on notice with San mm -hmm. Fran. I know they have a bad start, which, which is going to be tough to overcome. This team can play with anybody, and they believe in – Joe Burr and their defense is lighting it up right yep. now. By the way, there's not one team on that screen that would trade punters with us. Right, McAfee? <laughs> Thomas Morstead, best punter in the NFL. Brilliant crazy. performance. That was right. a punting clinic that he put on the other day. <laughs> Show me the punting in Baltimore the game. over there. Unquestionably. All right. Oh, NBA action last night. LeBron, it was the Equinox. Yeah. Give me LeBron, right? Give me LeBron. How about D'Angelo Russell? Neek, how about the poster? Ball and bang! Oh, on Paolo Boncaro. Slam from D'Angelo. Throwing it down, but this was a game all night long. Okay, now hold on a minute. LeBron James is in his 21st NBA season. Watch this pass. Just look. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh. 
Christian Wood. That was uh, nasty. A one-point game, however, going into the fourth quarter. Now we're two and a half minutes to go, and the Lakers are down by two against Orlando. They needed LeBron all night long. He knocks down a three here, take a one-point lead. Oh. He would score 19. Under two minutes to play now, Lakers still down by two. They needed D'Angelo Russell. He knocks this one down. He had 28. Lakers take a one-point lead. Here we go. Final seconds. Eight seconds to play. Magic down by three. Franz Wagner, no good. But wait a minute. Jalen Suggs, he's got a rebound. This is for the tie. Oh, it's that close. And the Lakers hold on. 106-103. They come away with the win to even up their early season record at 2-2. Two and two. Tomorrow night, we got a doubleheader for you. We got OKC hosting Zion. And then out west, we got the Battle of L.A. We got the Clips. James Harden, we assume, will be there against LeBron and the Lakers. Coverage tips off with NBA Countdown 7 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. Coming up, trade deadline day in the NFL. We'll tell you the missing piece to the Cowboys offense and who Jerry should be calling right now. What do you think, Jeff? Make it happen. Let's go, Jerry. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back on Get Up, bottom of the hour. If you are just getting up, massive breaking news on trade deadline day. It was from another sport, the Clippers acquiring James Harden from the Sixers. Huge deal. Woj is with us earlier after breaking the story overnight. Trade involves seven players, four draft picks, and a pick swap. And in the end, the Clippers are getting Harden, and Harden is getting what he wants. He's 34 years old. He averaged 21 points a game last year, which was the lowest for him in a single season uh, going back 11 years. He did lead the league in assists per game at 11, a little more than 10.7. He joins a star-laden team on a team that he wanted to go to. Stop me if you've heard that before. Uh, we will get Tim Legler's perspective on this a little bit later. In the meantime, we are counting down the seconds until the NFL's 4 o'clock Eastern time trade deadline. And there was a move yesterday that did get a lot of people thinking. Maybe call it sneaky big news. The Giants waving the white flag, sending Leonard Williams to the Seahawks in exchange for a pair of draft picks, a second next year and then a fifth the year after that. The Giants are taking on most 
of the $10 million owed to Williams. So that's a big deal. Leonard Williams, a yes. terrific player. And the Seahawks are, are right now ahead of San Francisco in the NFC West. But it will make a lot of people wonder if the Giants are willing to sell off pieces, might they be willing to trade Saquon Barkley? Before I come to my wet blanket over here yeah, to my right. I know what his answer is. I come be. over here. Who, Stop telling the people, Dan. Yeah. Keep it in the vest. Should Who's, the Giants trade Saquon Barkley? I mean, they didn't sign him, and they gave him a, a measly, like, bonus with incentives that he's not going to reach so like it doesn't awesome. it doesn't seem like they are committed to him they are going to lose him at some point yeah. maybe they franchise him one more year but this next year is not your Super Bowl run so what you can get for Saquon Barkley at this point it may set you up for something better in the future because clearly you don't want to build around him long term yeah, we, we always talk about quarterbacks like losing their window this is one of the best running backs in our game. And he's going to be on a four-win team, five-win. Next year ain't going to be any better. Like, man, if you're Saquon, go, go to the Ravens, bro. Go, have your agent call them up. This, this would be a huge help for the, for the Ravens and for Saquon. Man, the Giants have already told you what they think about you, right? Like, it's great. Everybody loves you in the city. The owner's going to tell you he loves you. The GM tells you. Coach says he loves you. Guess what? You didn't show me my bank account. We, we all put that. Uh, you can put him on the screen, Cindy. We all picked the Ravens. I'm, I'm no just doubt. trying to imagine that offense, which starting to oh. look like it's cooking a little bit. You put Saquon Barkley Ooh. back there next to Lamar Jackson. Sure. How, how's anyone going to stop I mean, I, it, it reminds me. It's reminiscent of what the 49ers did last year and that they had a good offense. Then yeah. they added Christian McCaffrey to it. And then all of a sudden, they felt like a buzzsaw, and only quarterback injuries seemed to slow them down. I think the Ravens will be the same thing in the AFC this year. So, Dan, you have repeatedly told us yes. that the Giants do not have any intention of trading Saquon Barkley, and indeed that he doesn't want to be traded. I'm going to ask you something you may not know the answer to. Why? Why would Saquon not be interested? Right. This is a team that has already demonstrated it does not appreciate what he does. Look what the Ravens did, no, excuse me, what the Colts did. For Jonathan Taylor, the Giants weren't willing to do anything like that for Saquon Barkley. They don't appreciate him any more than they appreciate than teams tend to appreciate running backs. They're bad. They don't figure to get much better very quickly. Why wouldn't he be interested in? Why wouldn't he be interested? I mean, I, what, 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 I, what? I think in general, guys don't love the idea of being traded. They want to be somewhere and succeed in a place. And this has been the place where he's been, and, and he feels loyal to his teammates and. And all that. I, I think the, the Giants have made it clear publicly that they're not going to trade him or yeah. they don't plan to trade him. I never like to say something's not going to happen, but mm -hmm. right now their plan is not to trade him. Uh, it would be, I think, very poorly received in their locker room from what I understand. Uh, he's very popular there. He's a leader of the team. I think he's a favorite of ownership. Uh, and maybe they will get a contract <laughs> done. But I, I think, you know, why are you laughing at because a favorite, he's a favorite of ownership? Right? We all love him. Right. We're not going to pay him. Right. We're going to give him something that he's got to stay healthy for so whatever what it is. what hasn't happened, right, is like ownership hasn't overruled the front office and said, yes, pay him. Right. right? Because, you know, good ownership doesn't really want to do that, right? I, I think it may have happened in Indianapolis a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But I think, you know, it, look, what happened in Indianapolis was they gave – uh, Jonathan Taylor, a deal that equates to basically what he would have made if he had been franchised twice. But they guaranteed a whole big chunk of it. And that's, that's the right. part that the Giants didn't want to do with Saquon because of his injury history. And lo and behold, he's already missed games this year. So 
I, I think they want to keep him. I think they know he's their only chance to score any points the rest of the year. That's true. And he's very popular in the building. And fantasy. What also. happens after? <laughs> fantastic. What happens after this just, year it, is another question. Yeah, it's just. All right. So then, give me another one. There's another running back that you think could make a move today that could change absolutely everything. Yeah. Derrick Henry to the Dallas Cowboys changes the NFC and the picture for the Cowboys. It literally puts him in the picture of winning the Super Bowl. Because I'm going to tell you how all this is going to break down. Everybody's going to talk about Dak, and we know that, that right now Fox is out of the family. I'm back in. It's not on Dak, right? They need a running back who can create yards without the offensive line being dominant. Their offensive line has not played great, especially in the run game. And this is not on Tony Pollard. I'm not blaming him. You need a dude who gets to the line of scrimmage and go gets four yards. You need a guy who can close out in the red zone. You need a guy who can extend drives in the third quarter and play ground and pound football, which McCarthy wants. If you want to beat Philly, you want to beat San Fran, you want to beat Detroit in these type of games, It's you have got to have a guy you can rely on. And right now they don't. Derrick Henry to them literally puts it. Why go in the playoffs thinking you're the third or fourth best team? I, I don't understand the thought process. Go get him for a, small, you know, for a second round pick, third round pick, whatever it is and eat the money knowing that you really have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I get you and I'm with you as far as go. I'd rather go all in, be aggressive, yes. make my team as good as possible. But it's funny, as much as we talk about the Cowboys, we kind of pretend like they're not a conservative organization, but it seems like what they want to do, which is a reasonable strategy, yeah. is be good, get in the playoffs, and maybe we'll have a 15 to 20% chance over the course of six years, whereas Jeff and I are like, no, let's crank this up to a 30% chance right now, or a 40% chance. Like, I understand the reasons not to do that, but we've seen it happen. We've seen it work recently. Look, with like two weeks ago, y'all are all telling me Dak's not going to be in Dallas next year. Oh. I mean, my good, like, how fast do we change? Like, let's be Go That's win it now. He played two really good games since then. But okay, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I, I talked to Stephen Jones about this concept in training camp. Like, like do, what the, the idea that the Rams made the go-for-it moves and ended up winning the Super Bowl. And his answer was basically like, yeah, if you told me there was a move I could make that guarantees I win the Super Bowl, I will make that move. But there isn't such a thing, as everybody knows. Uh, and he said, we really feel that their philosophy is when they have a good young quarterback that they believe in, they, they keep the, the roster as strong as possible around him. They don't want to be in a position where they stretch for a player midseason and then, you know, a couple months from now they got to make a tough decision and maybe lose somebody that they feel is a core part of their future. So that's their philosophy. It, it, it's resulted in them being a really good team every year, yeah. but they haven't been able to get over that playoff hump. They believe at some point they will. Derrick Henry, going to cost you another $6 million the rest of this year. By the way, pocket change for Jerry. A little bit of inside, you know, inside baseball, even though it's football. Right. Uh, they can't restructure a contract in time to make a trade. It would have had to have been done yesterday, yesterday by right. 4 o'clock. Yeah, I saw or else that. Schefter, I think, was on here talking about that yesterday morning. So makes it even harder to move a veteran with a big salary today. I, I see exactly what you're saying, and I see what you're saying, but I side with Jeff, and Thank here's you. the primary reason why. Because we've tried it the other way. Right. And, yes, we've accomplished goodness. Yeah, mediocrity. But, but so have the Cowboys. But that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, they've yeah, right. accomplished yeah. goodness. Yeah. But let's try and accomplish greatness Camp one time. did it. The Rams did it. Yeah. They go win Super Bowl. Like, go – you you Hold are on, on the cut. Both well, those get, teams went and got quarterbacks. Right. Okay. I mean, like, the Cowboys well, are not you looking have for a quarterback. you got to go find another way to generate offense in the way that McCarthy wants to You want to run the football with this team. Tony Pollard, you're running him into Thank the you. line. He's, well, he's 190 pounds. Yeah. You have no chance. You. Put Derrick Henry back there. there. I am a football player. I, like Jeff, likes, like the idea of raising the, the risk profile and gambling because that's what you do. I'm not arguing that, that – um, 
Stephen Jones is making the right choice, but I'm arguing that it makes sense. And the point of, like, throwing it away now, then you're giving up years in the future mm-hmm. is, the, is the thought process behind it. It's like, we're going to be worse in the future, which I would be fine with making that because I don't own a football team. That was if the, I owned a football team, I would, maybe I would be that, a little bit more yeah, That was the other part the of the question. I said, if you, if you could do it, you know you win the Super Bowl, but then you got to be bad after that for a while. He said, well, how long would I have to be bad? Right. And I said, five years. No he, way. He said, yes, I would still do it. He said, but I don't think it would take five years. Right. <laughs> it, said, wouldn't, no. it doesn't have to and take it's a five running years. Back. This is not a revamp, right? Yeah. Dak's still going to be there. Their defense is still going to be there. Like, you're talking about one player, one piece. This right. is not a major shift in the organization. This is a piece that could fit and would make them better today by four. Listen, make I mean, it happen. I'm just letting you all know. I, I, I give Jerry Jones credit to this extent. He's, he's aging, obviously. I mean, you would, you would think maybe that there would be some urgency. I want to get this thing done right now. If he doesn't, he's showing remarkable restraint. I fully believe that if they can do that deal, they should do it. Absolutely. In the meantime, I know what we're going to do coming up. We're going to have pancakes. So this morning, we're serving up an appetizer. What's this one? Gonna, what are we going to call it? This is a la crepe. It's a crepe. And it is because it's on special teams where all little guys play. But watch this guy. Watch right here. Get finished. Oh. Put him on his back and take it to the house. I love it. I love when special team guys get highlighted. Walk <laughs> on right here. Thing of beauty. What you got to love is the finish. Look at him. Guys trying to reach. I don't ever reach, bro. You reach, I teach. I think Michael Jordan said it, but I'm going to take it for football right now. That's a, a walk on. His name is Luke. Taliich. Taliich. Luke Taliich. My man Luke. Now you get more plates. Serving up a crepe this morning. Look at it like crepe. We will have the full order of pancakes (laughs) coming up shortly. Also, tonight we have the exclusive reveal of the first college football playoff top 25 rankings of the season. Reese and the guys breaking them down top to bottom. Coaches' reactions. Live interview with the committee chairman, Boo Corrigan, at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. Why are you mad at me? Because your stupid team beat my stupid team. Oh, that's correct. Northwestern over Maryland this weekend. Meanwhile, coming up, I've been saying it for a month. He's not human. He's Aaron. We are getting closer and closer to a return. We are looking forward to that. And then we're looking forward to this. Scary or wary? Wary or scary. Halloween helping. I'm from southern France. Southern. He's from Nice. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, 
all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, back we are on Get Up. It's overreaction oh, yeah. Tuesday. Here oh. we go, Graziano. If I were to say that the Chiefs need to trade for DeAndre Hopkins, the Chiefs mm-hmm. need to trade for D-Hop, Any would chance. that be an overreaction? I think so. I, th- I think the Chiefs' formula is going to – it just fits everything with the trade. Yes, you can. The Chiefs' formula around Patrick Mahomes, now that he makes gobs and gobs of money, is to draft and develop well. We saw them do it on defense last year, and it worked out. They need to find the same formula on offense. These young guys need to play – and they need to get better. You take them in the second round. They're talented. They've got to be a core part of your future. They're 6-2. and two. It's not time to give up on the young guys. I absolutely love those uniforms, by the oh, way. Oh, Absolutely must resurrect He's the Houston good. Oilers. You know All right, so DeAndre Hopkins is an overreaction. Let's go to the 49ers. If people are saying they need to make another huge deal yeah. like they did a year ago with Christian McCaffrey, is that an overreaction? It is. I, I think it is. I think they're poking around on defense. They might look for help at cornerback, maybe up front. But I don't think you're going to see this, this same kind of deal uh, that they swung for the high-impact guy in McCaffrey last year. Debo Samuel will be back at some point. Trent Williams will be back at some yeah. point. Those are incredibly important players. I think they've missed them a lot the last couple of weeks, and I think the 49ers will be just fine. Right, then Maybe a little help on Trent, defense. Trent Williams. I don't know why they can't tackle anybody all of a sudden. Let me give you one more. With, with the emergence Sorry. of Will Levis now in Tennessee, yes. it looks like certainly there's no reason not to hand him the reins down there. Uh, there are some who say the Jets – should be trading for Ryan Tannehill. Is that an overreaction? I say it's not. I, I actually like that move. I don't think Tannehill, I don't think a team that needs an immediate starter is the one that should go get Tannehill, especially because he's hurt. But uh, I think if you're the Jets, it gives you another option, a veteran option, in case Zach Wilson falters. They're okay with playing Wilson right now. Uh, he's, he's been good enough, right, especially the way their defense is and, and Brees Hall. Uh, and then if, if something happens and by the time Tannehill has learned the offense, it gives you another place to go. I think it would be a, a creative and potentially helpful move for a Jets team that's 4-3 and three and still has hope and some people are saying is the best team in the AFC. Oh, people are saying it. There are people <laughs> saying it right now. I'm telling you that right now. Let the record show I am not on board with this one at all. I, I would, Tannehill is not a player that I would go out and go get. I'd because be making, of personal bias. You're just not a fan. To find personal bias. I, I don't think he's a very good player. I never met him in my entire <laughs> life. I don't have anything personal nice against Ryan Tannehill. He seems like a very nice fellow. Hey, right. But that would, not be the, that would not be the trade that I would be in favor of making. And the question on the screen is, should the Jets stick with Zach Wilson for the rest of this season? And my answer is yes, until December 24th against the Commanders when Aaron Rodgers comes back under center and becomes their quarterback. Do you believe the Jets need to make a trade deadline deal to try and bolster what is now a 4-3 and three team on a little bit of a hot streak? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean that you need to bench Zach, but right. uh, we've seen how many quarterbacks have gotten hurt this season. It feels like it's up. And we saw this weekend, they won a game because the Giants were all the way onto their third quarterback. So no matter what, I think getting a veteran who is can at least give you average to slightly above average play, which is what Ryan Tannehill is capable of, would help them even if they want to stick with Zach Wilson. But he could walk in and be better than Zach yes. as soon as he's healthy. Which and, and if for some reason 
Aaron does not get back on the 24th. And you, mean, you do like have a, a – Reason being like science yeah, and medicine. That's what, you, yeah. you literally could use him to help make the playoffs, or if you make the playoffs, he might be a difference maker for you. So, as you're saying that you don't want him, just remember that there is a possibility that other way. You know, it hurts me to say this out loud on yeah. television with yeah. him sitting here. What they need to go get is his center. They were down, The Giants were down to their third-string quarterback. The Jets were down to their third-string center, and they yes. put those first two guys on IR. They're not coming back. Anymore. And he made the play of the game by getting the ball down the center. Getting the ball down, getting it snapped to stop it with one second. All on the center. That Congratulations. The game. Someday people play will game. appreciate what you do. He, he had yes. never played center in an NFL game. By the way, that is what they desperately need more oh, yeah. than anything. They have no offensive lineman. But I mentioned earlier. <laughs> don't do that again. The best player on the field. Seriously, could we get? Could we talk Saturday into this? I mean, uh, can we make a deal here? Oh, no, it's right here, here in New be, York. I got to be here Tuesdays and Wednesday morning. I can, any other time. You bailed Chopper on us in. last year. Uh, Chopper me in. Could bail on us again. I love it. I would like any type. Th- anytime there's an opening in football, yeah. I want Jeff to go midseason and fill it. <laughs> is there a <laughs> is there ownership opportunity available? <laughs> see how. See if Jeff's ready. He's somebody's for mascot. Let me, <laughs> let me play the Thomas Morstead quickly. He's the Jets punter who absolutely painted uh. a. Or punted a masterpiece, (laughs) if you will. He says the locker room, he's on McAfee yesterday. He says the locker room has been inspired by Aaron Rodgers' recovery. This sort of, uh, you know, unrealistic uh, prediction uh, that he's coming back this season, there's a hope there. And I think guys love seeing it, man. It's it's inspiring to see him out there. And we got to keep hanging in there and uh, keep finding ways to win. You can already see the story how this thing could end, oh. and it's it's exciting just to even think about it. I think it gives the guys a lot of hope about what could be. Come on, talk to me. He knows his audience. He knows, knows it. it. Read the room, you read it. Right show, right place, right <laughs> time. Give them hope, baby. That's what I'm talking about. December 24th, give them hope. Give them hope. You're, asking, you're asking the Jets to do what seems to be impossible. So I think Aaron Rodgers attempting to do the impossible can be inspiring to his team. Yeah. Is it realistic? Who cares right now? Right. right. Well, That's exactly if right. If you are there and doing, like, working through this, I do think that there has there's some psychic benefit to the team it having clearly, this guy around on the sideline. Clearly has been that. I mean, whatever you want to say about what his predictions of coming back, that make you know throwing on the field when the cameras are on. Yeah, like like when the, cam- the fact of the matter blanket. is wet the blanket. Fact of the matter is like he has had an impact on that building, even though he's been unable to play. It's undeniable. Everybody you talk to in there will say the same thing. And yeah, Morstead said it. Unrealistic. He used the word unrealistic, mm-hmm. but, but he still feels like there's benefit to believing in it even though it might be unrealistic. I will quote the great philosopher Mike Ditka, who once said on Mike and Mike, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line. He's making them think they can. And thus, they're right. And with that, let's get the pancakes. Let's get it going, baby! Pancakes is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're going to get this thing going. We're back, baby! Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. Can't stop us. We can't stop us. Dominique Foxworth just spanked pancakes on you. We are back. Can we do one more pick? <laughs> Here we go. It's this week's helping a pancake. I got to be honest. I'm What's the matter? A yeah. little disappointed in the size of the cake. Yeah. You might like a small cake, Greeny. <laughs> I like a big cake. <laughs> I like a big cake. Where the big cakes at? <laughs> 
I like I like my cake slim like those. Okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. Let's get it going Halloween style. Jackson Powers Johnson. Let's go. Hey, we're back in Oregon what a again. Name. What center? Oh. Wait, no, 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 no. Dump him <laughs> off the screen. Takes him. That's five yards. That's going to be seven yards. Oh, yeah. Finish him. And then as he gets him down, try to gore him with your helmet. Oh, my In God. the dirt. Nothing God. more satisfying. <laughs> he knew it. We oh, knew it. Man. Look at There's no such thing. No such thing. No that's such inside. Thing. He's steering him like a steering wheel and then finishes him. Dominique just yelled, hold it. Hey, Oregon has put Something it on this. We have seen it a lot. That is a thing of beauty right there. Look at the finish right there. Just uh, going head first. Uh, that's one pancake. Ernest right. Green from Georgia. I want you to watch. Look Ooh, at the athleticism. Oh, my God. Get no! Oh, yeah. No! He rattled. Chin snap unbuckled. No! My man right. Look at that right there. He is on a horse and boom. Yeah. Get some of that. Receive it. That's what my man got right there. I absolutely love it. Out of the hips. And let me show you. The overarm first to show the athleticism and then beeline it. That's four or five feet. Look at that. Oh, oh yeah. my God. What you could top that? For two. <laughs> How could that be? All right, we're finishing up. Cooper BB. What a Kansas State. Get some. Oh, Get some. Oh, and then watch your boy walk it on into the end zone. <laughs> Nothing better. Get there. Get it. And then just, hey, don't even slow down. Just hey. keep the job going. He didn't even slow him down. Knocks him down. He hit the turf. Look at him. Going to celebrate. The first guy in. Skip, pull. Get on your horse. Oh, my word. The violence with your hands. You get three, big man. And by the way, my Twitter blew up as soon as that block happened. That thing was pretty. Uh, three cakes. That's terrible. And the big ones. Don't give them the small ones. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I get the big cakes. I catch yeah, yeah. whatever you got. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. There we uh, go. I hate you big square bodies running around. <laughs> into my the middle one was like 10 yards away from the play, oh, too. Like I know. Just purely decorative. Oh, yeah. Dominique yeah. was looking for a flag. <laughs> he always trying to hold it. Uh, it's NFL trade deadline day, but the deal came from the NBA, hardened to the Clippers. How did it happen? What does it mean? We'll have Woj. We'll have Timmy Legler as we get up with you on ESPN. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh